Hey there! With Bonfireside Chat ending, we have redesigned our Patreon campaign to be ready for a WAF-only future. That's right, go over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and check out the new tiers and the new milestone goals. Uh, we are still sticking around and doing other shows, even though this show is going away after our farewell season. And we would love if you could stick around. So once again, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and look at the changes we have made. They will take effect July the 1st. Thank you. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfire Side Chat. It is a bugging, why are you bugging, <laughs> favorite. It, it, it is Bugging Out's favorite. Everybody's favorite yes. character from Do the Right Thing. Yeah. I believe played by Giancarlo Esposito. I believe that's true as well. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing this time, Cole? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we are... <laughs> <laughs> This is not our Do the Right Thing cast, yeah. although that would yeah. be a fun movie to talk about. Um, <laughs> no, we are uh, reading your responses to the wonderful game Hollow Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, thanks again to Nick Daniel for joining us for the main uh, episodes. We're recording this later. Yes. So he is not uh, with us, but we really do appreciate his he, time and everyone still, should go check out his work. He's still with us. He's just not present. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, what a, what a goofy way to announce that. And what a weird place to announce What a weird it. venue. Like yeah. his family, his family know. asked us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, it was in his will. I know it's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're gonna go ahead. We got you know, guys. You guys came out in force. Like a lot of people had things to say about this game. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go ahead and get started here. Um, I'll get started here with Stuart. Stuart says via contact. I love this game's aesthetic. It hits the same oppressive darkness I love about the best Souls games. Hornet is a great example of how the game builds a relationship with the character even without dialogue. Those moments of seeing her run off or a few brief encounters create an arc for a relationship that is more deeply felt because I experienced it as a participant instead of as an audience member. That's how Souls NPCs can be great. The interactions are sparse, but personal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fantastic that um, Hornet's relationship with you is done mostly through gameplay. You know, yeah. she is, you know, leading you around. She's observing you at a distance. You have those fights with her. She, so, she shows up at these, you know, kind of regular locations um at a, at important beats in the story like it is yes. fully fleshed out with very little text probably less yeah. than like 500 words of text across her entire arc yeah significantly less than that i would say yeah. um it seems like so yeah like it, it's um it is it does a really good job with that and you know the fact that she actually plays a pivotal role in the final you know thing from a gameplay perspective mm-hmm. you know it's, it's not like she actually helps you do the fight like it is kind of like a interactive cutscene, i guess mm-hmm. but it's you know it, it's not just in those margins it also comes through in a thing where you've you've been playing yeah you know so that helps it's it's kind of ridiculous that in a fully single player game between uh the quarrel fight um and the uh and the what is it fog canyon and then the way the true final boss articulates they do have a little bit of that co-op experience as well yeah uh cloth too oh yeah cloth uh, yeah. comes to fights yeah yeah um yeah it's it's real good and it wouldn't make sense for this game to be fully co-op no like i feel like that'd be a nightmare with all the like tricky (laughs) platforming like having to start an area over again every time one person hit the spikes you know yeah yeah um but uh it does does, i like the nod Mm -hmm. 
to it quite a bit. Yeah. Tyler writes, um, I wanted to write in to express how much I love Hollow Knight's Coliseum of Fools. I want to quickly preface this by saying that I love combat arenas and games, and many a day was spent exhausting their content in games like the Ratchet and Clank series in high school. Hollow Knight's Coliseum is my favorite combat arena in any game. The atmosphere when the crowd erupts in a roar between waves, the intense drumming music in the background, the constantly changing structure, and the seemingly endless amount of enemies had my heart pounding and adrenaline pumping wave after wave. I love a lot about Hollow Knight, but the Coliseum of Fools was arguably my favorite discovery in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's it's possibly my favorite, too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I don't like those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I was about to say the same thing. Like, yeah, I don't don't think those are generally cool. Like, I try. It's hard for me to think of ones I've liked. No. Like, the one in Final Fantasy VI is super tedious. I think maybe the one in Final Fantasy X Mm -hmm. is kind of fun um yeah. the the monster you know thing just because you can kind of sequence break and fight monsters earlier than you're supposed to yeah yeah um, um, i remember doing the, a lot of that the, the the one in seven is good because it's solo um and it also relies on ai a lot yeah yeah, yeah. and it has that weird you know but that, that's very luck based like you yes. just oh like you don't get to attack like yeah i was, I was inspect for that like that's, that's a real bummer mm-hmm. um but it's still it's, it's kind of neat i think that i think that they tend to not be very good i think this one's very good though and i love that it's it's not usually they can tend to be kind of a clearinghouse for, you know, old monsters. Mm-hmm. And there's so much unique stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in it. Uh, um, it also, it also stays as a platformer. Like it, uh-huh. it's like, you know, platforming becomes very important. It's not just a combat arena. Right. Yeah. Um, the, like the lower and the flavor is great. I believe there, there are a couple of features that were um, stretch goals that they didn't make, but were added in some form or fashion anyway. Um, mm-hmm. so like, I believe that the Coliseum of Fools is one of them. Like, Hey, we didn't make the stretch goal. However, like we're going to do at least a little bit of this because we really want to do it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that that doesn't seem to have hurt the rest of the product, like a lot of stretch goals can do again, speaks yep. to this team's, you know, togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. I really, uh, I'm really looking forward to whatever they do next. Yeah. Um, Thomas says via contact, I picked up hollow Knight several weeks ago after watching one of my favorite Twitch streamers do a let's play of it. I came for the beautifully hand-drawn Metroidvania game, but stayed for the realization that it's 2D Dark Souls. (laughs) This realization was especially joyous for me since I've been following the game for years without really being able to play them uh, due to not having any applicable consoles or a a powerful enough PC. Um, As I've played Hollow Knight, I've experienced everything that people love about Dark Souls, uh, lack of multiplayer components and fashion souls aside, the exploration, the atmosphere, the satisfaction of figuring out and mastering a tough encounter, the shoe fits. I haven't gotten past the green path yet due to Hornet slaughtering me many, many times, but I don't mind dying over and over since it rarely feels cheap and I can feel myself getting better with each try. Yeah. Sounds like Dark Souls to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to come to this prior to Dark Souls. You're getting kind Mm -hmm. of that, that feeling first. Yeah. You know, from not souls. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Best of luck. And hopefully you can get around to playing the main mainline game soon. And hopefully like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> again those the, the those weird orders i wonder how somebody will see the rest of souls differently um you know having done this one first they're different enough i think but yeah absolutely yeah i mean yeah they're they're, they're largely you know they're they have a lot in common they have a lot just as much yeah. different so yeah. yeah um dylan writes via contact while i had no idea this game existed until its announcement on the show i decided to check it out after seeing gary highly recommended on twitter 
while it was sold at quote gorgeous 2d metroidvania with dark souls dna set in an underground bug kingdom unquote uh little did i know the extent of personal satisfaction this game would grant me over the course of my roughly non-stop 35 hour playthrough super metroid was my first ever game and very few titles have been able to come close to instilling me with that dual sense of overbearing excitement and claustrophobic dread as i poked my head around every new corner in a twisting labyrinth of a world Neither Symphony of the Night or, dare I say, Dark Souls scratched that specific itch that I've been feeling for the last few decades, but I can safely say Hollow Knight has finally left me satisfied. While the game is tight, simple, and addicting, the exploration factor was really where I fell in love. Uh, the world is absolutely vast. Just when I thought I'd seen it all, I took a tram as far east as possible until I was rewarded with an absolutely breathtaking surprise via the snowy tundra of Kingdom's Edge. <clears throat> That's not Snowman. Um, <laughs> um, and even that uh, had several intermittent surprises hidden within. The abundance of little scenic tableaus expanded uh, the game world exponentially, and I can confidently say that exploring Hallow Nest uh, has been one of the most unforgettable gaming experiences I've ever had. I can't wait to go tell everyone I know about how much I love this game. Also, blasting through Crystal Lake, or sorry, Blue Lake and Crystal Peak after obtaining the Crystal Heart absolutely took my breath away. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a really great game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's and and for you know, for those reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we said it and, in the episode, but it bears saying again, like after a prolonged period of being kind of grumpy, um, it has been very nice to cover something that like I pretty unambiguously have positive feeling towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that's something that's you know near perfect. Yeah, like yeah, you know, and uh, it it has been like you know it's it, we've been grumpy, but it it what it does for me is it's it this is like a hopeful note because like yeah. those other games that we did that I don't don't like particularly much mm-hmm. like this is this does a really good job of showing what they were missing. Right, right. You know, oh, so the idea of or was that? Oh, I said they got it. Yeah, they got it. Like, and other people might get it. Mm-hmm. You know, so this means like there might be souls likes in the future that like get what I what I like about the game, you know, it's not going to be salts and sanctuaries all the way down. <laughs> right. You know, like, yep. uh, oops, all Neos, you know, like we're, we're like, it's, like you're yeah. not going to have to choke down a bowl of that, you know, yeah. and, like, and this, this still may be rare, but maybe that's okay. I, I think it's absolutely okay. Yeah. Like it just, you know, as I've been, you know, playing as, you know, as dark souls three has ended and we say this, like the day that the Sony conference is going to be for E3 is <laughs> recording this. So like, you know, but I say, yeah, I say this as being like, I'm pretty at peace with, with it being done, if something like this comes along, you know, once or once a year or once every nine months, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's fine. Yeah. And I would just I would feel really good about having that, that slow drip of that feeling of like wonder that you're talking about that feeling of exploration uh, and those good things about Dark Souls without, you know, how, you know, without the kind of like uh, uh, trying to maintain a lot of, of a lot of uh, failures. Right. You know, near successes. Um, yeah. I really love it. Really looking forward to seeing what this team does next. I know I already said that, but yep. still very true. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a second playthrough after they maybe you know patch in that fast travel. And if I feel like dealing with the uh, the challenge so for me, boys own, which I probably just won't do. I'll probably right, just replay right. the other parts for funzos. Yeah. Um, Yost says via contact, our mutual friend Joey from Space recommended Hollow Knight to me on uh, the Slack as soon as it came out. I like the art and atmosphere, but bounced off the relatively heavy focus on platforming. Having grown up a PC kid with Doom and Dune 2 instead of Mario, I'm very bad at platformers, 
and where I can more or less serenely bang my head against the soul's boss wall for hours if necessary, I typically tend to lose my patience unreasonably quickly over falling into another spike pit. I get this real sense of, why the hell am I spending my time on this? That makes me emphasize, uh, empathize more with people who bounced off the Soul series forever. On the other hand, I absolutely love exploring a world and opening up new areas with new verbs, Metroidvania style. Oh, life, you cruel bastard. <laughs> but I recently got over my platformer dislike enough to beat Shovel Knight after 591 deaths. Wow. <laughs> um, and ended up enjoying it immensely. So I gave Hollow Knight another try. And before I knew it, it had its hooks in me completely. I still occasionally let out a frustrated sigh because of the long boss runs, but hey, no instant death spike pits. Uh, final note, and please omit this if it runs too long, but one of the joys of playing games with a good soundtrack in this day and age is listening to them while working. In anticipation of playing more, Hollow Knight is another winner in that regard. Yep, I was listening to it today, as I have for, let's say, half the days out of the past month. Yeah, it's not, you know, because I, I this we're recording this after I edited the main episodes. Like, mm -hmm. it's not nearly as ambient- uh, as as when we talked about it in the episode and kind mm -hmm. of revisiting it, yeah, like yeah. it's it's really not an ambient soundtrack. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's lots there's... of like motifs and themes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty melodic. Yeah, um, and a lot of it's very you know very very good. There are a couple of like straight up ambient tracks, but a lot of it is yeah. just kind of you know it's not like listening to like I can listen to the Shovel Knight soundtrack right, while right. working, but that's because like. I'm not distracted by busy music. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's 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 it may not be ambient, but it's moody, and I think that it serves an ambient purpose, even you know if it is more complex than just being you know a, a sound bed, right? Yeah, it's 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 lower key, right? I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really it's a really great soundtrack, yeah. and it's a yeah, um, yeah. And and I I feel you as far as like I played platformers a lot, but I played those PC games as well, so I get this feeling about like um like art like high performance rts's like there's a couple of genres where i just can't do it yeah and i get that where it's just like i just don't you yeah, know what am i doing here yeah what am i doing here i get yeah. that happens to me too so yeah. i totally get it yeah um and finally patrick writes in saying i was overjoyed to hear that you were going to do an episode on hollow knight i discovered this game randomly and quickly found uh that few people were talking about it as I fell in love with the look and feel of Hollow Knight's world, I took it upon myself to champion its merits as best I could. I soon found my people, players who loved the pitch-perfect soundtrack, the snappy combat, the unique art style, and the focus on exploration. Uh, but what stands out to, uh, the most to me, and certainly more so than uh, many 2D platformer games, is Hollow Knight's incredible sound design. I think that this is what really brings the world alive. Uh, this hit me once I made it into the zone called the Fungal Waste. Uh, that place is just brimming with handmade sound effects. There's the burbling background noises in every room, the squeak of each mushroom as you walk by them, the rubbery boing as you bounce off of plants, um, uh, the light uh, hiss of spores being released into the atmosphere, uh, the satisfying crunch of you cutting down the scenery, uh, and of course, each creature's own special sounds. I was reminded of Botanicula by Amanita Design, uh, largely uh, in the way that each sound seemed to be created in simple ways, yet sounded so alien. The sound design isn't just set dressing, though. Much like Dark Souls, uh, it's also there to warn you about certain enemies or encounters. While in the fungal wastes, I entered a room that had a large snoring sound coming from somewhere. Having already encountered some powerful enemies that I awoke with my presence, and not being ready for a big fight at the time, I went back the way that I came and looked for a different path. Later on, I re-entered the room and steeled myself for a big fight. Out of the ground, uh, a big old bug with a club popped up, and I immediately started swiping at it with my weapon. He didn't fight back. It was a friendly NPC, and we had a little chat, ending with uh, him, uh, her, it's cloth, 
um, uh, wishing mm-hmm. me uh, wishing me well um, and hoping that we'll see each other later on in my journey. Now, I don't know if this was intentional, uh, but it felt like a nice little joke from the devs. Uh, they had taught me uh, that sleeping creatures were going to be um, big enemies and enca- uh, enemy encounters, uh, then used that expectation to psych me out and subvert my ideas about the game world. Uh, this was all done with the sound of snoring. Precise, uh, precise, intentional sound design. Yet another reason to love Hollow Knight. Yeah. Very well put. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a really, really memorable encounter. And like, I think that that's part of the reason that this this game succeeds whereas some of the other games uh you know we've done don't whereas like they're it's full of those little details mm-hmm. like that like that's just in a room you know you just happen to be walking through you know and there's a lot of stuff like that like there's a lot of just like um you'll you know you'll find a room and the whole point is this little like little bit of like uh environmental storytelling or background detail that reveals mm-hmm. the game or you'll just meet a one-off npc that kind of thing um and those are all audio cue like almost all like audio cue kind of foreshadowed. Yeah. Um, the, you know, that's how you find your grubs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's how you know that those, uh, those Phoenixes are going to fall from the ceiling. Yep. You know, they do, they do really, really great work with auto audio design and it tends to lead to something meaningful and cool Yeah. as well. So, yeah. While we're making requests of fan gamer, um, also give me a grub plush or statue in a small jar. I would love a statue. As a bonus of the bass can play the song they hum, um, please. Please. Yeah. Please. And, or you can buy it, get a set, and they kind of harmonize. <laughs> like you have a bunch of them there, they're, you know, you sync them up through Bluetooth. <laughs> Incredible. Yep. Near, near field communication. Yeah. Get on it, fan gamer devs. <laughs> yeah. I do not care if this Internet of Things gets me hacked. The, um, like, I, I need it. Um, yeah, that would be, that'd be fantastic. I, I really hope this game does really well, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's, it's, uh, that's how we're going to get more shit like that. Yeah. Um, and I haven't seen a lot of this being, uh, undertailed, so it's not going to yeah. like immediately make me feel like I have to qualify my affection for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, the worst of the hollow Knight fans don't seem so bad. <laughs> I haven't really seen them yet. I've only so. ever seen like really neat stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, of course, now that we say that, it's just going to oh, be yeah, somebody, somebody's going to be tweeting us I'm just like, here's a hornet, just, you know, yeah, just ruby. <laughs> just, <laughs> yep. Like uh, just hor- horny uh, hornets coming out of the yeah. woodwork. Yeah. Do not need horny, horny hornets. It's the worst. <laughs> thing <I was> like... <laughs> um, OK, so say that to me in January and that will be a very funny statement. And also yeah. now it's funny, but also depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Um, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for writing in mm-hmm. um, after this. It's victory season. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So if you have backed at the uh, the $10 or so level, please check your inbox uh, for the prompt uh, that was sent out. Uh, we are doing those um, as just kind of a general uh, input and uh, prompts and stories uh, kind of thing, as opposed to doing episodes that are just related to a specific, uh, you know, a specific uh, yes. game. Yeah. So we're, we're alternating. We're doing an episode on Bloodboard and then just kind of a responses prompt episode um those are joined by guests from the community people who have uh, supported us uh through patreon kind of throughout our career and kind of helped us continue doing Mm -hmm. what we do um so i think those episodes are gonna be really fun it's been fun to revisit it's gonna be fun to uh to talk about those games kind of with with a little bit backed up yep you know kind of from a a backed up perspective um if you uh if you want to support the network right now if you're listening to this um, make sure you check out the other shows. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody is going to be, you know, some people are just here for the dark souls and I get it. 
Um, but if you, we'd really appreciate you giving a chance to uh, to what else we do because we think that you'll like it as well. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's pretty rare that someone just plays Dark Souls. Right. Like um, I literally play five games and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Watch out for fireballs is the uh, most logical kind of next step, especially if you um, have enjoyed the uh, the pace of these of these like off season episodes that we've done. Uh, but also we have a lot of fun doing things like Adric Suffering or Monster in My Podcast. Uh, both mm-hmm. of which are comedy shows. One, Adric Suffering, is uh, nominally about bad games. And the other uh, is a short, thrice-weekly show about uh, monster manual entries. Yeah, yeah. And the, it's very short, like five yeah. minutes. Yes. You know, so uh, a low, low investment to give that stuff a, sh- give that stuff a shot. Um, just go to deckfeed.tv and you can check out kind of everything we have on offer. Yep. Um, if you want to support us financially, you can do so at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. That's also a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and we really do appreciate it. You'll get a bunch of cool stuff. And that's how we are able to, like, not jam-pack this full of ads. Yes. Like, there's a version of this podcast that happened, and, like, you could have heard us talk about mattresses, <laughs> like, 400 I, times. I, I, I could have told you what kind of underwear I'm wearing, which yeah, I, I like get the, mortified like, whenever anybody <laughs> says that. Yeah, like, yeah, just every, both of us just talking about, like, things wicking. Like, just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, all the fucking schmeg wicks off my dick. Like, <laughs> yep. do you want to hear that? Like, no. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, there's one, like, weirdly enough, like, there's one reason why we're not talking about, like, fucking ball sweat wicking off of our yeah. modal fabric no, i, I, w- I want to do that because it's fun i don't want to do it because it's an obligation you yeah. know if i'm a, yeah if i'm gonna talk about anything wicking off my ding dong it's gonna be on my terms <laughs> not, not on your terms <laughs> it's not even a portmanteau <laughs> like i'm actually gonna bleep out that brand name because i don't want to yeah. yeah fuck those guys <laughs> yeah i'm gonna talk about my own underwear on my own terms yeah. hanes yep <laughs> there we go yep that that brand name is not deleted fruit of the yeah. loom got it in a yeah. five pack off of amazon yeah. Boom. Uh, fruit of the loom is one of the funniest like brand names anyway though like i think <laughs> fruit of the funny. loom is very funny like, i like it yeah it's really like it's really a like, grandos and like <laughs> yeah like, the fruit of the loom and just some <laughs> shitty like white bear and tidy yeah. whiteies you know like this truly is what come from my loom um <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so we, we kept it ad free and that's how. So yep. if you appreciate, uh, you know, listening to the show and, and going on this journey with us mm-hmm. and not having to hear about how bad the post office is. Yeah, uh, that's why. Yes, um, that, that that is exactly the way that we like doing it. Um, and uh, the, the model that we have set up lets us reward the most generous people with uh, with extra content and things like that. So, yeah. Go and take a look at that. We have several reward tiers, uh, and those have just been ref- refreshed here recently. Um, a lot of people give just to give. A lot of people give even outside of the reward tiers. We appreciate that as well. But like, there's something for 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 most people there. I think if you have yeah. the means, and we understand if you do not. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, check that out, please. Um, that's all we have. I don't think we have deleted scenes. Nope. Uh, on this one. Um, so just thank you very much. We'll see you guys in a week, and we are uh, going back to Yarnum. Yeah. So uh, see you there. <laughs> Good hunters. And we all pray that we will have far more soon 